Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez the Best. Today is Friday. No, it's Saturday, September 2, 2023. Uh, my name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. It's one in the morning. I, I wanted to record the podcast. I know it's supposed to be on Friday, but here we are. All right. Welcome to the brand new schedule. No, I'm just kidding. I I, I plan to release still either Tuesday or, or Friday. I've just been a little busy this week. What have you been busy with, JC? Tell us all about it. Well, let me tell you, first and foremost, uh, we started spinning. Yeah, spinning like, uh, cycling. Uh, got some classes at, uh, Electric Studio. They're fucking expensive. You know, even if you get like the package deal, man, it is not cheap. It's really, it's expensive. Uh, let me just do the math for you. Cause I, cause the reason I got, well, I wanted to get it for a long time, but BDO had a pretty sweet deal. Uh, that actually ended yesterday, so unfortunately, uh, or ended the end of August rather. So I'm sorry that you don't, you don't get the avail of it, but it was like 15% off for like the major packages and 30% off for the the five ride beginner package. So it was a pretty pretty hefty savings, I would say. But the the 40 package, which is what I bought, is like tw- after the discount, it was like 27,000 pesos. The fuck? That's crazy, man. That's like my gym membership for a year. Uh, and more than actually more than, so it's pretty insane. So trying to make the most of it. Uh, the, I I I've done three rides already this week. Uh, the reason being because if you buy the five ride package, you only have two weeks to avail of it because it's a beginner package. So I was thinking, why don't I just keep buying the beginner package? But uh, it really is for like first timers. So eventually they're gonna like recognize your face. I was thinking I should just go to different branches and low key like you know wear a mask or something. But eventually, I feel like they're going to catch on. <laughs> so, yeah, man, cycling, it, it's fun. And I think uh, I've gone on the record, or at least in my mind, there's only two forms of cardio that I enjoy. All right? It's spinning, like spinning classes. Like, I like riding bikes outside and stuff, but I don't do it all the time. And it's not something that I look forward to, like, oh, I got to ride my bike outside. Like, I'll do it, but I don't do it. I wouldn't do it every week because it's not that fun for me. But spinning is one of them. The other one, of course, is basketball. Uh, speaking of FIBA World Cup, man, Philippines, huh? What happened? Well, you know, I didn't expect them to do very well, but they just were not good, man. I feel like the rotations were all weird. Anyway, enough about basketball. Um, enough about spinning. Let's talk about the stuff that really matters. Movies and television. Stuff to distract you from daily life, right? Let's talk about what I watched this week. First and foremost, I have to say the Meg 2, Meg 2 was really good. You know, I wanted to watch it in theaters, but then I saw the reviews were not very good. And the reviews for the first one weren't that great. But the fact that it got worse reviews than the first one, kind of, I was like, not, not that enticed to watch it in theaters. Although I loved the first one. So I waited for it to come out online and we watched it last week. And I got to say... 
I actually enjoyed it more than the first one because the second half of the movie was everything that I was waiting for in the first movie and more. It's, it, it's pretty insane. Like, I don't really want to spoil it for you guys, but they turn up the, the craziness, like the wackiness of the movie in the second half of the film, right? It was pretty, it was pretty entertaining. You know, Jason Statham doing his thing, fucking up big sharks. Um, there's new cast members. There's some returning cast members. So, uh, Paeng asked me, like my friend Paeng, he asked me, should I watch Meg 1 before Meg 2? I think you should. Uh, there's a big absence of one major character in the first one. They kind of explain it in Meg 2. I just felt like it was a disservice to the, the, the actress that was in Meg 1 because she was a pretty big part of it. And they brought like all the main characters back. So go watch Meg 2 if you have a chance. It's called Meg 2 The Trench. And there are, it's not just giant sharks, which is what you're paying for, right? Or if you're streaming, right? That's what you're watching for. But they have other creatures. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Meg 2. Highly recommend, right? Not, is it a, a top 10 movie? Definitely not. 100% not. But it is really fun. But speaking of creatures that are, well, I was going to say, no, nah, I was going to spoil it. It would spoil it. But they're speaking of creatures, Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is a top five movie of the year. I'm going on the record to say I'm confident in my, my, my vote of confidence. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a top five movie for me. And I think it would make some people's top five list, not simply because I love Ninja Turtles, but it has like a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I, I could really see some people listing it in the top five or top 10 movies of the year. I, I, I feel like even movie like buffs or movie critics might even have it in their top 10. So go watch it. It's really good. And the thing is, so, so who would I recommend this to? Obviously Ninja Turtle fans, it's a, it's a no brainer, but a lot of people who, when I posted a story about watching it, some were like, man, I, I don't know anything about Ninja Turtles. Like, should I watch it? And yeah, because the thing is when they make a new Ninja Turtle movie, like, so the, the, the most recent one was the Michael Bay ones, which I also enjoyed, but they were ugly. Like they were so fucking ugly. The Ninja Turtles were so gross in that movie. Uh, I don't know why they went that direction of design or style for the CGI turtles. It was just not a good look. Uh, but every time they reboot one, so the Michael Bay ones from whenever, like 2012 or whatever, they one, Megan Fox. And then before that, it was TMNT, which came out in like 2009. And then before that, um, I think it was the live action one, I think. And then in between, of course, there's TV shows and, and like, comic books and stuff but in terms of uh, movies for ninja turtle movies they always reboot it so this is a new story a new origin story so to speak and uh you know marissa is not a big ninja turtles fan but she really enjoyed it she did not like the michael bay ones because she found them disgusting too and, you know they're gross and i'm a ninja turtles fan i could admit those things were nasty uh but i i like the second michael bay one better than the first one but this movie mutant mayhem oh child you gotta watch it all right Raphael, donatello michelangelo leonardo you don't really even have to know you'll get to know them in the film and what i really like what i really like about this film for all the ninja turtle fans out there is that they kept true to like because each turtle has their own personality right leonardo is like the stoic leader guy Raphael's the tough angry uh 
anger issues guy, Michelangelo's the goofy, funny, loves pizza guy. Well, they all love pizza, but Michelangelo loves to eat. And Donatello or Donnie, he's like the tech guy. So they, they keep that aspect of it, but they don't super play into it as hard as they do in the other movies. Like Raphael is so pissed off in all the other movies. And this one, he's still like angry, but not really like that's not it's not just anger. Like there's a whole dynamic to it. And the second thing that I really liked about it is that they sound and I guess look like teenagers because TMNT stands for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. And in every iteration of the Ninja Turtles that I can think of, because I watch all the cartoons, I watched all the movies. The only time that I felt like they were teenagers was in like the 90s cartoon or the 19, like whatever, 1989 cartoon. I forgot. I, I watched that when I was a kid. And but they were super goofy. Like they were just goofy. Like there was no seriousness really in that show. And that's why they felt like teenagers. In this one, there's some gravitas. There is some drama. But they still remain teenagers. And that's what I really loved about this one. And I think that's will, that will entice new people, new fans of the film. And the art style is fantastic. It's got that into the Spider-Verse or Spider-Verse, uh, art style. So if you like Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, you will like this movie based on its art style alone, I think. The soundtrack is fire. I've been listening to the songs. The Okay, this is the first time that I've seen the song No Diggity by Blackstreet used in a film. I can't think of any film that has used No Diggity. Uh, and man, the when No Diggity comes on, expect like one of the best animated action sequences of all time. I, of all time, I'll say it. Of all time. Animated action sequences, No Diggity, Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. It's got to be up there. Wow. What a what a film. Right. It was really, really good. The voice cast is great. And here's, here's another great fun fact I did after watching the movie. You know, I always do my research. So apparently the, the kids, the Ninja Turtles, the kids that played the Ninja Turtles all recorded their lines in the same room, like in the same booth, I guess. So you can really tell there's a lot of chemistry going on in there. And, and I think that they also did a lot of freestyling, right? So it, it just comes off so well done. And honestly, I would definitely, I would definitely pay again to watch it in theaters. And when it comes out on streaming or whatever, I'm going to watch it like first day. It is that good. So if, if there's anything you take away from this podcast today, go watch Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, get back to me, tell me that I was right. It is so, so fun. And, you know, for those of you who are like, is there any star power in this film? Yeah. Splinter is played by Jackie Chan. Oh yeah. And I'm not going to spoil what he does, but there is a Jackie Chan there's a big Jackie Chan like reference. Well, not really reference. Homage, I guess. Jack- Jackie Chan's fighting style. You'll see it in the film. It's, it's so good. So good. I don't want to say any more because I don't want to spoil the story. The voice cast is great. I don't know any of the kids that play the Ninja Turtles, but Ice Cube plays the main bad guy. He plays a, the, a guy called Superfly and he was really good as the villain. And there's a lot of, and it, and, and what's great about the villains, uh, the villains in this film is they have that, uh, Loki thing going on, right? Like you understand why they're doing it. Like they're, you know, they're bad, but they also have a purpose. They're not just pure evil. So it makes you also kind of have that like, oh man, I feel bad for these guys. So good. Ninja Turtles, man. Ninja Turtles. Um, what else? 
That's really uh, in terms of what I watched this week that I would recommend so far. Oh, okay. So on Amazon, right? On Amazon Prime, if you have Prime, I started a new uh, animated show. Because if you if you've ever watched um, Invincible on if you haven't watched Invincible on Amazon Prime, I highly recommend you get on that show. It's really good. It's uh it's a very violent comic book or graphic novel or comic book adaptation of a uh, a superhero. It's called Invincible. It's a superhero show based off a comic, and it's really good. So. Uh, Amazon apparently is really known for, really well known for putting out these kind of animated shows that are made for adults. So I, I stumbled upon one and I watched the first two or three episodes and, and I am into it. I'm, I think I'm going to keep watching it. It's called Legend of Vox Machina. And doing some research behind it, I don't really play Dungeons and Dragons, but I think it was created by the people who do uh, Critical Role, which is a, I think it's a podcast or a YouTube channel or maybe, I don't know, it's like an empire of Dungeons and Dragons content, right? So this team, uh, Critical Role, created this show called Legend of Vox Machina. And it's, it's, it's set in that world of, you know, elves and magicians and, and mages and shit. Dude, it's really good. It's really violent. They curse a lot. It's not for kids, right? I know it's cartoon, but it, it's, <laughs> don't watch it with your, with your kids. If, if you, if you know about the show, if you know more about it, or if you think I should keep watching, well, I'm going to keep watching, but if you think that it's really good, like convince me to watch it, like season two, or tell, tell other people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, and anything else? Anything else? Um, what else did I watch this week? Oh, I watched a movie called the, it's on Amazon, I think. It's called The Vast of Night. So I've never heard of this film. And I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. It got really good reviews. It was a pretty solid movie. The story is, it's this radio DJ. It's set in the 1950s or 60s or something. And it's this radio DJ and this girl who works as a telephone operator or whatever, like a switchboard operator. And then they hear this alien-like sound. So it's like an alien mystery movie. It gives me vibes of Super 8. If you guys ever watch Super 8. And it has a little bit of maybe Stranger Things. It's not it's not remotely close to Stranger Things, but if if I'm thinking of a vibe, it's got a Stranger Things vibe to it. Pretty good movie with a bunch of unknowns. I don't know any of the actors. The Vast of Night. The ending was a little bit weird for me. Like I feel like they could have ended it a little differently, but the the overall experience of watching it, it felt like a good time. So that's what I watched this week, man. Um, anything else that I did this? Oh, okay, so. I have a, well, first of all, I have a hosting uh, later today. Once again, for Sun Life Grepa, I'm going to be dressing. Oh, speaking of Dungeons & Dragons, I'm going to be dressing as, I don't know, like a servant. <laughs> Last time they made me dress up in the same costume. It, I was supposed to be some sort of like, I don't know, like an elf or a warrior or something, but I look like a servant. So I'm wearing that same costume again. But the thing that I remember that I wanted to talk about on the podcast today is I hosted for CyberZone again. Shout out CyberZone. And it was for SM Game Fest, Kids Game Fest. And on that day, the game that was, it, that was highlighted was Roblox. So I, I, I know a little bit about Roblox. Most of you are probably familiar with maybe it's like its older, more successful cousin. I don't know. Is it more successful? Uh, Minecraft, right? So it's, a, it's a lot like Minecraft. So you, you're like a Lego looking character. And you can do a bunch of shit in the game. And, and there are people who create, there are players who create their own maps 
and stuff. Speaking of, there's a there's a bustos uh there's a rated R Roblox game. I think it got banned already, but there are people there were like people going in there, and some of them kids, which is bad, right? But there are people going in there like having virtual like cyber sex with their with their <laughs> with their friends, I guess. <laughs> um but anyway, it was a Roblox game day and a bunch of kids. And on the second day, because it was a two-day event, on the second day, there was a Roblox uh, influencer, a Roblox YouTuber slash content creator, TikToker. His name is uh, Janeru or Janelle Dominique, but he goes by Janeru on the game. And man, the kids fucking love this guy. It's so insane. Uh, so I, I looked him up, right? He has 8 million or 9 million YouTube subscribers. He has like 11 or 12 maybe or maybe more uh, million followers on TikTok and a bunch on Instagram. He has like, you know, like 100,000 people on Instagram. And it's just most of them are kids who consume his content. And if you watch his content, if you don't know anything about Roblox, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Like, who who watches this? And that's not a knock. Like, I'm not trying to shade him. But if you watch it, if you don't play the game, you're like, what the, who watches this? And then you realize that there's this whole other market of, of, uh, content and media consumers that are below the age of like 13. That, that is really just, I don't understand them, but they have a huge, like, they play a huge part in the success of, of content creators like this. It is unbelievable. How many, like how much engagement he gets on his videos, on his, on his posts on TikTok. And, and the kids there were going crazy for him. He has a, cause his character in Roblox is like Dora the Explorer. So he has a, a group called like Dora Fam. And most of these kids that stayed towards like the latter half of the event are part of the Dora Fam. And they were yelling and screaming, Kuya Janelle, Kuya Janelle, uh, paad naman sa Roblox. It was, it was, it was cute. And it was just, it was so, it was just mind boggling to me. And what's really great about, what's really great about this guy's story. So, you know, behind the scenes, uh, I was talking to him and apparently he did different kinds of content before. And I think he was already kind of big. On social media, I don't know what kind of content he was doing, but it wasn't Roblox or video game related. And then he said he came because he's been a gamer for a while. And then he came up with this idea like there's a lot of Roblox content online, but there's no Filipino Roblox content creator. So he did this. He started just a year ago and he has grown to, you know, millions of followers. And if you look on Social Blade or whatever kind of analytics page, this man is making minimum Seventeen to eighteen thousand dollars per month. That's just the low part. That's the low end of the estimate, right? He could actually be making like hundreds of thousands of dollars per month or per year. It's it's bananas. So he really hit the market at the right time, and he has friends. Like his friends are also part of the Dora fam, and they are creators now of Roblox. And I met one of his friends, this kid, shy kid. Like if you saw him, you'd be like, like no way this guy's a YouTuber. No way this guy has like any sort of like confidence to to make a channel that could grow because I was talking to him he was so shy but this kid has 900,000 subscribers on YouTube man my goodness so it really is about finding your niche and shout out to Janelle I forgot the name of the other kid I think his name is Ken and then I met his oh and the other inspiring story is his video editor uh cool cool guy I forgot his name 
So his video editor took no formal classes, right? He, he never took any class. He learned, get this, he learned during the pandemic. He learned how to edit. He started with doing anime edits. And now he's editing for one of the biggest YouTubers in the Roblox scene. And he works for him full time. I didn't ask him, obviously, how much he makes, but he must be making good enough money that he he doesn't work for anything else or for anyone else to start. I mean, it really is just about pushing, you know, your what you are passionate about. This kid has no formal training. There are people that go to, you know, CSB or, you know, you name it, some sort of video editing school, Testa. I don't know if Testa has it. And they, you know, they pay a lot of money. They do it for years and they can barely find a job. This kid just started making edits on anime. I don't know how he connected with, with Janelle specifically, but it's just, it's, it's, it's so inspiring. It was so inspiring to me, right? To, as someone who wants to, you know, I've always said I wanted to like be full-time content creation and TBH, I know I haven't really put my best foot forward because I've been busy with a lot of stuff. Uh, but I, you know, I'm trying, but it was just really an eye opener for me. So Roblox aside, like it really is, but you got to find a niche and you got to just, put everything into it so yeah that's my story for the day look him up man if you if you play roblox you probably know him if you don't just go on youtube and type in janelle dominique j-u-n-e-l-l-d-o-m-i-n-i-c d-o-m-i-n-i-c yeah look it up watch a video and you're like oh my god there are people watching this his videos have hundreds of thousands of views millions of views some of them and it's 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 insane it's insane. It's insane. Um, yeah. Anyway, I want to keep it short and sweet. I do have to get to some work before and I have to sleep too because I have my hosting later on. And then next week, uh, we're going to Shargao. Well, not this coming week. So I'll probably release one more episode before Shargao. But after that, Shargao. And then right after Shargao, I have a day in between. I'm going to Europe, man. You know, the land of the white people, right? It's mostly white people, right? I don't know. Is that racist? Um, so yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to record. I'm going to bring my portable mic, which I can connect to my phone. I no promises. I would love to. Like I, I feel like I should re- do it just for myself because I, you know, I, I always, I, I just do this podcast for mostly for myself, right? I thank you to everyone who listens. But I said from the start, this is like a audio diary of my life to reflect upon because you know, Instagram posts and pictures are great, but to hear, I know, I know it might sound conceited, but to hear myself tell my life story is a big part of why I did this, right? I can go back to episodes from 2019, 2020, 2018 and kind of realize, oh yeah, I remember doing that. So I kind of want to record while I'm in Europe. And, you know, people always, because I, a couple of people, I've already told a couple of people that I'm going to Europe and they always ask me, where are you going? You know, is it bad that I don't know? <laughs> I really, do. so I'm following my mom. So, uh, you know, long story short, I'm going with my mom uh, and she's paying for everything. Thank you, mother. Uh, because she has a high school reunion. So they are going to be going to different places. She sent me the, she sent me their itinerary and I look, I glossed over it once, right? Um, I know Germany's on the list. So for sure, I've never been to Germany. So at least I know Germany's on the list. And I think, I think the Netherlands, right? At least two countries. So at least I'm going to have two experiences in places that I've never been. I think actually Belgium too. I don't know. Anyway, I will keep you updated on that in the future, but expect one more episode before Shargao in Europe. And hit me up. And, and speaking of, um, 
Halala Show, by the way, we have a new sponsored episode. If you're a real fan and you know everything, you'll realize that it's an old recorded vi- uh, podcast because Rika's birth. we talk about Rika's birthday, which was months ago. They only just approved it <laughs> this week. But I know we didn't release a full episode this week. So we do have that sponsored uh, mix. And then we do have, we, we did record our season finale. So that is going to be coming out next week as well. All right. So look out for that. And then we're taking our Hala Hala Show season break. All right. That's it. Have a great rest of your week. Go watch The Meg 2. Go watch Ninja Turtles. Please, please watch Ninja Turtles. If anything I talked about today, Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. That's the takeaway. Go watch that. Okay. And uh, follow your passions and become like Janeru and make hundreds of thousands of dollars every month, man, doing what you love. All right. And yeah. Follow me on social media. Message me on the podcast Instagram if you have questions. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.